Alright, welcome to the Elder Speaks Die number 11. We're kicking it off with, as per usual, some slam. I've just been digging quite a lot of slam lately. It's, 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 a, it's an acquired taste, not everyone likes it. But, you know, a lot of people in the metal scene consider this to be like a genre that's not very technical or anything but it's the whole purpose of it is not to be technical it's fucking slam it's supposed to be brutal slow and just impactful and that's pretty fine to me so anyways today or rather yesterday when i was about to you know Start my streaming stuff. Actually, no. Hold on. I was playing Overwatch in the morning, and I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm just gonna try and kick off some streaming with like one of my alternative accounts that I used for, you know, testing stream stuff, overlays, qualities, things like that. And I open up Twitch. <laughs> it says Error 503 Service Unavailable Guru Meditation Details Cache LHR blah 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 blah. And I was like, what? Like the whole website was completely fucking down. And what I did was, you know, check out Down Detector. And apparently, it was quite a major fucking thing, actually. And I got an article opened up here from ABC News. And it says, news outlets, British government site, and more hit by widespread outage. So, this hit quite a lot of websites, as a matter of fact. They also have... I think a report here. So let's let's give it a listen. I have no idea what this is about, never watched it. I only read the article cuz uh the other day when I was about to stream from my mainstream um I read the article but I didn't check out the video. So let's take a gander. Oh wait. It's not why is it? Oh, the system is down. Okay. Oh, now it should work. Global internet outage crashing major websites this morning. Twitter, Reddit, and Twitch were all affected, as well as news sites like CNN, The New York Times, and The Guardian. Senior investigative reporter Aaron Katursky joins me now for more. So Aaron, what do we know right now? Yeah, Diane, for a time this morning, it seemed as if the internet was just broken. If you tried to listen to something on Spotify or download something on, on Hulu to watch or you wanted to read an article in the New York Times, uh, you couldn't do it. And this instantly affected people all around the world because it wasn't just uh, American-based companies. The, the Guardian in Britain, the UK's government website, Le Mans in Paris, all around the world, websites went down. And it was all traced to a cloud computing company called Fastly that's based in Silicon Valley, and it services all of these websites. And it appears there was some kind of technical glitch that caused all these websites nearly simultaneously go down for the better part of an hour. We spoke to 
Fastly, they said that they had identified the, the issue and had restored the service. So uh, they say they fixed this problem, but what about figuring out what caused it? What do we know at this point in terms of that and how to keep it from happening again? You know, after the, the, the past couple of months that we've had, Diane, where we've all learned about an increase in ransomware and cyber attacks, instantly you'd think this was, you know, Simon Barr sinister behind this. But it appears, uh, according to Fastly, that there was some kind of technical configuration that was causing these websites to go down. Once Fastly was able to identify what that configuration was, they said they eliminated it. So this does appear technical in nature, but they haven't specified exactly what happened or how it happened. Maybe the company will update us uh, a bit later. But in an instant, it caught everyone off guard and, and everyone's websites were, were down. And on a day when we're going to hear in the Senate from the Colonial Pipeline CEO after the FBI was able to recover much of the ransom that the company paid to Russia-based hackers and after we heard of a congressional supplier that was hacked, the New York City Law Department that was hacked, it seems every day the country is facing some kind of cybercrime. And so when this happens and when all these high-traffic popular websites go down, you know, everyone instantly thinks it must be something nefarious. Here, maybe it wasn't, uh, but it does remind us of how interconnected we are and how much our lives are all online. It sure does. Feeling very vulnerable right now. Senior investigative reporter Aaron Kaczerski, thank you. Well, it wasn't anything nefarious, but they don't confirm it. They just are kind of diverting the attention towards it's a technical problem. Isn't it always a technical problem? Hmm. Well, it could have been nefarious. Point is, I mean, it's incredibly unprofessional for a company that provides cloud services for all of these major websites that probably not probably literally millions of people use across the world to have this technical issue which is kind of weird to me i mean if you provide cloud services for all of these companies and all of these websites don't you kind of need sort of more stuff you know what i mean it's it's kind of weird in my opinion but yeah what's going on here so apparently the server is uh the server went down apparently i don't know we're still live on vim I don't know what's going on with MSB Waves right now. Okay, we will. This continues on Vim though. So, I guess I'll just carry on. To it, yeah. All right. Okay. Hey, Pig. Sorry, man. Um, yeah, MSP Waves Yo. is completely down, so you're not streaming anywhere? I just disconnected. Okay. No, uh, I am streaming I mean, over you know. to on my channel on Vim, so... What's that? I am also streaming to Vim on my own channel. Oh, you got two OBSs open? 
No, I I'm using the plugin I mentioned on the web uh, on the MSP Waves operations. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. So something happened. I got to figure this out real quick, and uh, I'll let you just keep on doing your show then, um, and I'll let you know when you can start streaming again to MSP Web. Well, how are you? Uh, how's the does a plugin allow you to stop individual streams? Yes. Yes, it does. Oh. Okay. Cool. All right, man. Well, you keep on doing your thing. Sorry for interrupting your Vim stream. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'll be right back. All right. Okay, so. Some things. It's funny. As we're talking about. <laughs> as we're talking about this. In a cloud service. With major, major companies. You know, taking care of all this. Uh, you know, stuff, and MSP Waves has sort of a, something going on. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Well, are we getting freaking hit or something? Who knows? Who knows? Anyways, I'm going to read a little bit of the article. I mean, I guess it was pretty self-explanatory for the, from the audio we just listened to, but I'm still going to, you know, read a little bit of the the article, uh, I guess it also gives us a little bit of time here to, uh, you know, get things started again on MSP Waves. Because let's be honest, MSP Waves is pretty much the host of this whole thing. So a slew of high traffic websites, says on the article, ranging from news outlets to social media platforms, suffered simultaneous global outages early Tuesday morning. Most of the websites impacted were back up and running after the temporary hit, and the issues were linked to Fastly, a cloud computing company that supports these sites. The company has not disclosed the cause of the outage. Outage? Outage. <laughs> outage. Yeah, you know, English is not my first language. Get off my back. Reddit, Spotify, Twitch, Stack, Hulu, HBO Max, PayPal, Vimeo, and Shopify were among the pages to report issues to Tuesday. News outlets CNN, The Guardian, The New York Times, BBC, the, and The Financial Times were also impacted, as well as the website for the British government. Nearly 40 websites were hit with outages at some point early Tuesday morning, according to da uh, data from the tracking site Down Detector. As I mentioned previously, it's pretty much what I use, though it's not clear if all of them were related to the Fastly incident. Now, this only goes to say that we're so dependent, I guess, as they said, um, on the video that basically we're, we're very dependent on the internet and, and it's like wow this was really i mean i don't know but it's like literally you know the, the, as soon as this thing goes down right as soon as the thing goes down essentially it's it's like you don't even see a page. You, you literally just see that error 503 something something dark side. And that's pretty much what goes on there. So we are back live on MSP Waves. Sweet. I, again, 
I wonder what that caused it. And as I just mentioned, um, it it's literally quite interesting that we're talking about outages and things like that over, you know, at, at major companies and things like that. And, 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 and MSPA just goes down. <laughs> it's just, it's okay. Well, you know. What else do they say here? Uh, fastly reported just before 6 a.m. ET that it was investigating a potential impact to performance with its content delivery network services. Within an hour, it said it had identified the issue and was implementing a fix. Content delivery networks are on obs- are an obscure part of the internet that operate like a mail forwarding system, according to David Vaskovich, the former chief technical officer at Microsoft and current CEO of photo organization app Milio. I feel that's a little bit irrelevant for the case. Um, freaking guy paid to get that set. Uh, it's not exactly the same, but it takes content that's used heavily all over the network and copies it to locations closer to the user, Vaskovich said, that offloads the central server so you don't have one computer trying to do it all and it gets rid of network delays by putting the information closer to where it's going to be used. So, I guess this basically makes things easier on the or on the tasks of, of performing to the, the whole thing, but it has issues like this. Whereas one company fucked up and a lot of others got fucked up f- for it. So I don't know. Like I said, a, just like I said with the freaking password managers and all that shit, I rather keep a little sheet of paper with my passwords on the on it right i don't believe any of those fucking password managers i just don't and so you know who knows when they're gonna get fucking attacked who knows when there's gonna be a breach who knows when there's outages all that shit you know what i mean so you know, you, you can never be too careful, especially when it's taking care of things like, you know, this that manages your, um, your, uh, you know, what it's, what is it called? I forgot. Of course that now I need it. I forget the word, but, um, you know, your, your, your essential, your passwords, <laughs> you know? I'm I'm a retard, okay? Give me a break. Hey, what's going on here on chat? Uh, Shalom, piggies. Hello, Norma. How are you doing? Um, it seems Jesus smote the pig while he was saying some offensive shit. <laughs> Thank the Lord. Okay. Who's Lord? Landlord? The fucking landlord? I don't know about the Lord... You know, you know what? I'll 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 just fucking buy a, a smart fucking what is that thing? A rosary, a smart rosary, and he fucking prays for me. How about that? You know, I've got better things to do than fucking pray over to uh, non-existing entities. So, yep, 
Anyways, another thing that fucking got on my nerves. Well, it didn't really get on my nerves because it's just I'm just too indifferent for that kind of shit. But over on Twitter, dude, everyone. When I say everyone, I'm obviously exaggerating, but air quoting everyone was fucking talking about the f- the fight, dude. The, the fucking fights of like the you know Logan Paul and Mayweather, whatever the fuck. So to me, fucking Logan Paul is just a piece of shit who fucking couldn't get his shit together with acting because he's probably a fucking terrible actor. He most likely just managed to to get lucky with his family and shit and, and got into business. He got into fucking YouTube and that probably gave him a, quite a boost to his career. But honestly, he's probably a fucking piece of shit. He's a saint. Well, I don't believe in saints, but okay. So, saint to me is nothing but a word. What exactly does that mean? What's a saint exactly? You know? I don't know. But, just a piece of shit who essentially did a lot of piece of shit things and you know he just got to the point of oh i want to start going acting and shit and he just performs very poorly i mean i didn't even watch the fucking movies he did or anything but um yeah and i feel like a lot of these fighters and shit you probably realize you know what acting's not going to do it people on youtube probably fucking hate me as well I'm going to fight people, you know, I mean, I'm going to fucking go on and use the this to to spike people and, you know, because it's the opportunity of seeing me getting beaten up, even if he doesn't get beat up, but it's, you know, these fights, it's to me, I've always found this shit weird because you can literally have someone you hate go into the ring and because they win the fucking fight, you go from hating them to just, like, fucking praising their ass. It's like, what? How fucking bipolar are you, you piece of shit? So you fucking hate this cunt. This cunt fucking wins the fight, and now you love him? The fuck's wrong with you? Do you have no fucking brain of your of your own? Is your brain turned off? Most likely, honestly. It's like, what? I just don't understand. I don't understand how people fucking change their opinions so quickly and shit. <laughs> Come on, dude. Fucking they're call they're called fair weather fans. I don't I don't I don't even I don't even fucking know. The greatest boxer of all time. Who the fuck is the greatest boxer of all time? Fucking Mayweather? Why is he the greatest boxer of all time? Does he win a lot of fights? Put him in a fucking street fight. Let's see if he fucking wins a lot of fights. Also, I saw people talking about this shit. The fucking fight. And apparently they were just making love, honestly. You know, they were fucking making more love than fucking fighting. So, I mean, okay, dude. And 
I always see these fucking fights and shit as just like made up bullshit. It's just like fucking wrestling all over again. Except, you know, they, they just decided, you know, let's actually throw some punches. Let's bleed a little bit here and there, you know. But uh, it's whatever, dude. It's all, it's all fucking bullshit for taking advantage of people's stupidity. That's just the way I see it. You want to see a real fights? Fucking go and start up street fights. That's that's the real fucking fighting right there. No rules. Whoever goes down, goes down, and, and that's just how it goes. There's no fucking bells to fucking measure shit, like rounds or anything like that. That's just, that's fucking go, dude. And anything goes too. You know? Anything goes. So... Yeah. I have no opinion on boxing or fight sports, but at the same time, boxing is a sport with rules. He's good at it. No one said you have to be good at boxing and street fights. They are different things. No, yeah, they're ones for men, the other ones for fucking pussies. That's basically how different they are. You know? Two things aren't the same. Exactly. It's, I just told you that they're not the same. One's for, for man. Street fighting is for fucking man and kids who are troubled and going into the fucking ring and boxing and shit wearing stupid fucking uh, shorts or whatever. It's for fucking pussies with made up fucking rounds and shit. Fuck that. Nah. World star super fan. I don't even know what the fuck that is. So, jokes on you, bud. Anyways, moving on. Yeah, that's just basically to say that everyone was on fucking Twitter mentioning that shit. And I was like, dude, who gives a shit? Who the fuck gives a shit? You know? Things that you need to work hard at to be good at and enjoy are invalid, if not manly. What do you mean hard? Like, what do you... How hard do you have to work to be good at fucking going in a ring and pretending to be beaten up or pretending to fucking beat up? You know? How hard do you have to work for that? I mean, okay, they fucking train and shit, but you got to train for anything, honestly. So, whatever. Fuck them. It's much harder than I think. I don't think it is. I really don't think it is. You have no idea what my point is? Neither do I. And that's the beauty of it. And that's the fucking beauty of it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, let's listen to some fucking music while you fucking nerds get all fucking molding about me not considering your, your shit to be hard work or whatever. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I love being a fucking douchebag. Non-infinite sequence by abominable putridity. 
<laughs> I love, I love fucking just saying <laughs> kind of bullshit. <laughs> yep, fuck that shit. You know what I mean? Like, just, <laughs> just, just don't spar. Just, just fuck. You know, it's it's a great workout. <laughs> oh man. Why climb a mountain? Exactly. Why the fuck would you climb a mountain when you can be on flat surfaces? You know what I mean? It's boring. You know, you, you climb the fucking mountain. Oxygen gets slower. You get fucking tired. There's kind of really no point to it. I mean, goats do it because it's in their nature. And, and it's, you know, why play video games? Yeah. Why play video games? Well, shit. I kind of... Oh. I don't play video games, do you? fucking play video games, you idiots. You play video games. I don't. Anywho, did you all see... I don't know how or when this was posted or updated or whatever... But Oriole's new webpage is looking mighty fine. I looked at it earlier and I was like, wow. That is fucking fantastic looking. Looks very modern. I love the the dark mode on it. And I still hate things that don't have dark modes to this day. Like, what are you doing with your devving? Do things in dark mode, please. My eyes will appreciate it. I just beat off to Pornhub. Exact. Well, actually, no, that's a lie. I don't just beat off to Pornhub. As a matter of fact, I would very much like. I would rather jerk off to like a decentralized porn platform. I'm gonna be honest. I do watch Pornhub sometimes when I'm I'm looking forward to some mainstream shit. But I also like to go on X videos, sometimes X hamster, sometimes I go on Chatterbait because, you know, I like to watch some live shit. Chatterbait has great fucking chicks over there, by the way. And if you're into dudes, hey, you got it as well. And if you like watching couples, fuck yeah, dude. I'm not getting paid by Chatterbait to say this, by the way. I just legitimately like it. And now this sounds like a fucking YouTube video. With sponsored fucking things. So yeah. Yes, Normal. I sit in my room and just bait all day. What the fuck's your problem? You know what I mean? We gotta do something sometimes. And I'm just I'm I'm actually researching how much a man can jerk off per day until you're like Peeling off your junk. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah, that that's how it goes. So, for today's main topic, it's another one of them individuals from the lens of Lusitania 
or as known as nowadays, Portugal. But I mentioned Diogo Alves because Diogo Alves was basically uh, like the oldest story, basically. I say basically a lot. I fucking realize that shit. Gonna hate myself for it, but my brain cannot really process more words. So basically is like my word for thinking. At least I'm not saying uh all the time. So it was kind of just like a manner of me getting rid of the arms. And I got rid of the arms for basically. So basically that's it. Anywho, this is the story of King Gob. Right? The rapist of Kirkesia. Kirkesia is, you know... Yeah, like a town in Portugal or some shit. Either way, this is coming from the news outlet called Observador. Um, what can I translate that to? The Watcher, basically, sort of like that. And this guy was a manipulator. And... I don't know, when, when this shit comes from my... I don't know, maybe it's like the same thing for you guys when things are coming from your country and whatnot. You're like, well, okay, sure. But I don't know. It's basically like the... I don't know, I, I, I heard the news and I was like, whatever, dude. Okay, it didn't happen to me. Maybe it would have happened to me, but it didn't happen to me. But let's read this. He made headlines after the disappearance of three young people. But these were not the only crimes he committed inside his castle. And yes, he lived inside of a fucking castle. With his, I think his mother? Or something? <laughs> this guy's a fucking weirdo. But there's actually pictures of the fucking castle here. And let me shove this right here. Yeah, you Americans will never see that shit in America. That's a castle, right? It was used in the medieval times and things like that. And yeah, I know you guys have fucking wide ass shit roads and fast food things all over the place. And, you know, it's just, yeah, everything like fucking skyscrapers all over the place. Even a fucking 400 people town probably has a skyscraper and all, all kinds of shit. There's a castle here. The castle in Disney World. Is that even a fucking castle? It looks more like a fucking foam house or some shit. <laughs> But yeah, there it is. You have malls. And so, I need to go back up. Right. He has now been tried for 550 violations. The sentence is read Monday when this shit was posted. It was 4 p.m. when Patricia, who lived in Bufada, <laughs> oh my 
<laughs> There's no way. We have the weirdest fucking town names in the fucking world. This is like side thing from the main, from the main topic, but like literally, we have a fucking town called Vende the Gaita, which translates to like dick selling or some shit like that. Literally. And then we also have a fucking town called Koina, which we kind of make a joke of it, but our word for pussy is Kona, so you can see the relation there. Kona, Koina, so yeah. So it's it's like, you know, we, we like to joke around that we're going to vend the guy to, to Dick's selling, and, and then we take the thing over to uh, Rated Koina, which is like... Um, a straight road of pussy. <laughs> it's just like we're weird, right? We're weird. That's to be established. We're pretty fucking weird. Now this Bufarda town here, it it's it just like um, what what's the fart basically? Like a little fart or a mega fart? <laughs> That's why I fucking left. Anyways. It was 4 p.m. when Patricia, who lived in Bufarda, got into her car to pick up her daughter at the Serra del Rey bus stop in Peniche. Which, again, could also be... Anyways, while he was waiting, he happened to run into his brother-in-law with a friend, a 16-year-old who used to hang out with him. Patricia was well aware of Francisco Leitão's, which is the King, Co King Gob's... A real name, eccentricities, had heard about a video that was going around the land that showed two teenagers having sex. The two boys filmed used to go to their brother-in-law's house in Carqueja. Patricia decided to question Francisco Leitão about the case. Francisco Leitão and his friend, who were waiting for two young men who also came from Caldas de Rinha, as was Patricia's daughter, exchanged a mischievous smile. Have you seen the video yet? He was asked. She said no, but that wasn't a problem. They had it there on the cell phone and they could show it to you. I wonder when this was. I wonder when this shit was that he got arrested. Because... There was a weird time for when phones started being allowed to take pictures and make videos and shit. I remember that. And I remember that when I got a phone that could take pictures and make videos, we were making videos and taking pictures of the weirdest shit. No, I wasn't making videos of me having sex because I've never had sex, actually. I'm still a virgin. I My favorite movie is uh, 40-Year-Old Virgin, so I'm... I'm trying to pay homage to the, the, to the movie. So, but maybe might not even get to, like, I might not, I might not even get it at 40, is what I'm trying to say. So, you know, yeah. But we were making videos about, like, fucking, I remember this one very vividly, which was, we were at school, and this guy remembers to take an A4 leaf 
or sheet, whatever the fuck you call it, and grab a bunch of those uh, pine tree things that fall from the fucking pine trees, like the spiky things. He grabs a bunch of those, wraps wraps all of them around the fucking uh, A4 sheet, and lights it on fire, and fucking takes a fucking puff of it. And I was filming that shit. And he takes a puff of it, fucking coughs his lungs out, and we were we were teenagers, so it was all you know finding daddy, just like ha, so much fun, dude. Ah, lol, uh, you know. But yeah, he's still alive, by the way. He's still alive. He's still well. He's got kids now, wife, and all that shit. So, yeah. Pine needle sounds more like it. Sounds more like it's a pine needle. Yes. Anyways. Continuing here with the, the article, horrified by what she saw and convinced that King Gobbs uh, had been the author of the recording of the images, Patricia decided right then and there that she was going to report her brother-in-law to the police. He had two younger children, nephews of Leto, and he feared that they might also be filmed by him. At night, Patricia returned to Lodignan. He got in his car and went to the GNR. The GNR is basically like, we have, what, like two, maybe, I mean, technically you kind of have like FBI, you have like the police and then you have FBI and all that shit. We have like GNR, which is basically like the, the transit brigade, if you will, and it's its own thing. They got, like, their own precinct. It's basically, like, what they have in towns that are smaller. And then we got the judiciary police or whatever for, like, bigger towns, cities, things like that. So, he got in his car and went to the GNR post. But as the commander was not there, he had to return the next morning. He had convinced his brother-in-law to transfer the video to his daughter's cell phone, who had reached the bus stop in the meantime and showed it to the authorities. In the complaint, she filed that October 10th, 2009. Right, so 2009. So this was around these times. Well, phones were getting advanced at this time, I guess. So, like, the video I mentioned was, like, in 2004, 2005, maybe, I guess, yeah, something like that, maybe 2003. So, a year before, King Gob was arrested for the murder of Joanna, Eve, and Tanya. Patricia says she had no doubts that her brother-in-law was the author of the footage, Kipkeji's house was full of cameras and the teenagers who appeared in the, field, in the film used to frequent the house. And more, while looking at the images at that bus stop, Patricia noticed that King Gob was smiling. Faced with Patricia's uh, suspicions, the commander of the GNR post in Peniche decided to visit the school where the two young people studied 
in wow this is even hard for me to read something balaya which is whale i don't know the president of the executive board was aware of the situation because days earlier a student's mother had informed them that the video was circulating among the students that is indeed something we used to do very much so yes we used to basically i remember a dude fucked a donkey and the video was literally fucking circulating uh, around the, the whole school. Now, this is real, okay? This this wasn't like a dude who fucked a donkey from, like, Ukraine or something like that. This was someone that was attending that school who fucked a donkey. <laughs> I know, it's fucking weird, but hey rural areas are fucking weird and things like that happen so there was a video of this shit and it was circulating the school basically you can imagine that that would be traumatic for the individual who did that shit but i mean dude if you're gonna fuck a donkey and and get filmed or film that shit i don't even know if it was filmed by like consensually or whatever the fuck but either way yeah it, it's the first steps to learning that you shouldn't film shit like that first of all you shouldn't even do that okay but second of all don't film it because i mean shit it'll get out there so yeah to the school's president, Soraya's mother also told that the two teenagers used to walk in the company adult, King Gob, who was regularly seen recruiting young people at the Bufat Social Center, paying them for drinks and tobacco. This is also something that people used to do for teenagers. And I honestly never needed that shit because I always looked way older than I was so and sounded way older so yeah I, I never needed that shit but um yeah fucking like 18 year old kids that can't literally get like they don't look like they're 18 year olds they, they look like they're fucking 12 so you know you, 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 yeah, either you either have your ID or you're fucked. Either way, they were always boys from troubled families with a complicated history. One way or another, King Gob found out about Patricia's complaint and decided to get revenge. He logged into his nephew's messenger account. Dude, fucking messenger, dude. Fucking messenger. Damn, and wrote that he was gay and charged 20 euros for oral sex. When he found out that what his brother had done, Luis Patricia's husband went to Krikeje to ask for an explanation. Are you satisfied with what you did to your nephew? He asked King Gob. By the way, now saying King says Francisco Leitão because I just feel like saying this all the time might drive a little bit of the attention away from the thing because it's in Portuguese it's like it's it's a long name 
So King Gab is just easier. The answer was a laugh. Annoyed, Luis tried to hit his brother, but was stopped by the same young man who had accompanied him that October afternoon to the Serre del Rey bus stop. Philippe would later be identified as one of the main victims of King Gob. As the nephew's messenger joke hadn't been enough, King Gob decided to pursue his niece. The girl was almost run over near the school in College de Rinha by a group of men that Pat Patricia beloved or beloved. God damn it. Th this is so difficult to fucking read Portuguese names along with English text and shit like that. This is, this is, my brain is all over the fucking place, dude. Anyways, Patricia believed to work for her brother-in-law. Fearing that something bad would happen to her daughter, she asked the school assistants to start taking her to the bus stop. All efforts undertaken by Patricia would end up being in vain. Despite initial investigations, the complaint he filed was eventually... Filed? Well... That doesn't make any fucking sense to me. The complaint he filed was eventually filed. Oh, it was archived. Okay, it's just translation issue. After all, the two young men who appeared in the video admitted to the police that everything had happened of their own free will, that it had been a joke. What was there more to investigate? But Patricia knew that it hadn't been like that and never understood how the police never did anything to detain King Gob. It was only later, after Joana, Eve, and Tanya disappeared, that the, judici the ju judiciary police, there it is, uh, inspectors began to realize that inside the Caucasian castle there was much more than statues of Indians and saints. So basically, to put it in pers into perspective, what the GNR and the 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 DJ or the the, judici the judiciary police that fucking can't talk. Basically, when the whole Madeline McCann happened, the first guys were called into the scene to try and do something of the GNR, it was a small town, and. It, they're they're like the ones that are already there but they don't have fucking resources they barely have fucking cars that can you know they, i mean they they do get better cars eventually at some point but um yeah it's you know it's not like they're they're fucking driving like audis or something like that but they're the first ones to get in there and get the like to start snooping around and shit like that and then the judiciary police are the ones that come after when when they've realized well this is a little bit more than we can chew so yeah either way moving on in parallel with the investigation into the disappearance and murder of these three teenagers Joana Ventania, the PJ gathered dozens of testimonies from young people who had been raped by Gob, which allowed the reopening of the investigation. 
Some had already lost contact with Piglet. Who the fuck is Piglet? Let me see the text here, the original text. Oh, right, because this is... <laughs> fucking hell. Because his last name is, is literally translated to Piglet. Um, yeah. But others were still part of the Gnome King's Court. Philip was one of them. After King Gob's arrest, he gained the courage to share with the police everything that had passed into the hands of a man he believed to be a friend, a powerful ma magician, and even a brother. The trial's conclusion, after the reopening of the investigation in mid-2010, after Juana disappeared in March, is scheduled for this Monday, September 18th. Also, this was nowhere other than Portugal. I mean, it was all over Portugal, but it was nowhere else other than Portugal. Because it wasn't a Brit kid who was kidnapped or disappeared, right? So it was a Portuguese kid, or a bunch of Portuguese kids for that matter. So who gives a shit? You know, that's how Portugal behaves, by the way. That's how we do things. If it's someone, if you come over here and, and you fucking disappear, it's going to be all over the fucking world. And we're going to make sure we talk about it for fucking 12 months, right? If I disappear, it won't even fucking make the news, probably. Let's just be real. <laughs> so, yeah. It is on this date that uh, King Gob will know whether or not he will be convicted of nearly 550 crimes of rape. That's so... Uh, wow. I mean, holy shit, dude. Committed in the space of just one year against 12 minors aged between 15, uh, 14 and 17, they will be the ultimate proof that King Gob, the self-proclaimed King of Gnomes, was not just an eccentric who lived in a castle built supposedly in honor of the aristocratic grandparents who never had. What's this never had about? Uh, hold on. What this guy? Yep, did it, it. Oh, who he never had. Okay, just a another translation little thingy going on there. All right. He was a dangerous criminal, a rapist who, if not for the disappearance of the three young men, might not even be discovered yet. That is the sad reality of this fucking country as well. That is the fucking sad reality of this country. Is that if no one comes out or no one disappears, someone might do this shit their whole fucking life and get away with it. Because we either don't have the fucking resources... Or we just don't. It's 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 fucked up. It's fucked up. Either way, uh, Sheik Thusukaja, who liked to jump rope and play monkey, when King Gob was born. Uh, so I think this is like a story of the guy, like a little 
presentation of who the fucker was. When King Guy was born on October 28th, 1968. Oh man, one more and you could have done a nice right there. Jeez, even being born, he was fucking bad at it. The Kirkesha Castle did not yet exist. Okay, so the fucking castle was just built for the fucking family. <laughs> it's not even like a a fucking real castle or anything. It's it's just like I don't know. I'm saying it's not a real castle because if it's built around like modern times per se, probably he's gonna have the characteristics that castles did. Most certainly it didn't. Either way, the house had only one floor and the floor was dirt. It had belonged to his grandparents and then passed to his parents, José Marie Deline, first cousins with an age difference of almost 10 years. José was 28 years old when his eldest son was born. He was a farmer and worked at a gas station in Peniche. He was born in a nearby village which was on the sides of Ablede. It's like bee something. It's like a beehive. Again, our, our, our towns are pretty weird. Marie Delina, born and raised in Carcasia, was just 19 years old. It was with her that his son, Francisco Orshik, was, he, as he was known, had a closer relationship, remembering her, even today, as a caring and caring person. That doesn't make any sense, probably. Oh. Okay. Right, we, we have we have fucking tons of words for like for example you have caring, we have like two words just here on, on this fucking thing. Also let me see something here. No, nothing's going on here. Okay. Uh childhood was like that of so many other children at the time. Born in a small rural area, in a land where there is almost nothing around. Well, that's literally like where I live. <laughs> Today, just over 40 people live in the village. Wow. Okay. Where I live, there's like 4,000, 5,000 5, people. So 40, 40 fucking people is like, what? He spent his days playing with his younger brothers, friends, and neighbors on the street. He liked to jump rope, play hide-and-seek, and monkey. Football he never liked. At the time of the corn, the kids from Kirkesia used to get together in groups and go to the fields where they made branches. He was one of them. Right. When he was in elementary school, his father had an accident with a tractor, and he ended up missing a leg. From there, she started to help him with his day-to-day -day tasks. This is one of the reasons why he only attended school until the fourth grade, which he completed at age 12. Late. Yeah, that's pretty fucking late, I mean. Fourth grade at age 12? Holy shit. I mean, I'm a fucking retard. And I completed fourth grade at like what fucking age seven, age eight. No, that's a lie. 
Now, I went to fifth grade when I was 10 years old. So I completed, yeah, I completed fourth grade when I was nine. And then ten, when I was 10, I went to fifth grade, right? As average, okay? As average. Uh, but I'm a retard. He started working with his father in the countryside and also in a locksmith shop he had. When José opened his scrap business, he became his right-hand man. Until in 1991, he married Rosa and his life took another turn. King Gob met Rosa when he was 20 years old. She was a year younger and worked in a frozen fish factory. They dated for three years until King Gob asked her to marry him. Uh, Rosa accepted. The father did not. Rogério never agreed with his daughter's relationship with that strange man, as he told Diário de Notícias in, in 2010. <clears throat> Diário de Notícias is like a news diary or some shit. I'm roughly translating stuff, so. But he had no choice but to appear at the church in uh, that fucking whale place that I can't even read, where the ceremony was held. Rosa, who is from Bufarda, <laughs> moved to her husband's house in Kerkeju. There were still no statues of angels or video cameras at the door, just the same first floor of dirt from the days of King Gob's grandparents. The wedding seemed like a dream, but Rosa ended up staying only a year. To News Diary, Rogério told that his daughter was being abused and that... Uh, King Gob made her an employee for all the work. It all ended when the woman found her husband in bed with a man. Rosa left home and asked for a divorce. Wait. The woman found her husband in bed with a man. Okay. Well, shit. That's, that kind of suck. I mean, it's one thing to... You know, get come home and find your dude with a woman, right? I mean, that sucks, but, man, shit. You're literally replaced with by a dude. Damn. Not trying to be, you know, narrow-minded here or anything like that, but it, it's got to suck. I mean, fucking hell, you know? <laughs> it's it's like fucking like friends, you know, like uh basically Ross, right, had a fucking relationship with with like uh that other chick and then she's lesbian and then she fucking replaces the dude. She replaces the dick with fingers. That's gotta suck, you know? That's gotta kinda suck. Anyways, he never returned to Caucasia. What am I talking about? I'm talking about King Gob, who is a rapist and a manipulator from Portugal. Anyone who asked uh, King Gob about Rosa would hear another story. The problems at home started after his mother was diagnosed with cancer. And King Gob asked his wife to take care of her and her sister, who was a minor. 
accept that despite having accepted to take care of her mother-in-law Raza would not have been the best of the nurses leading to disagreements between the couple after the death of his mom in 1991 the problems between the two would have multiplied ending up in the definitive rupture a year later angry at having been abandoned by her husband Rosa would have spread around the small village that Shiku was involved with a man. Ashamed, he would have shut himself up at home. <laughs> okay. And then there's uh, there's something here from an interview with him in 2011, which says, My great-grandparents were princes in Vigo, Spain, and when the Civil War broke out, they had to leave the country. My grandparents told me I had blue blood running in my veins. The taste for building the castle comes in honor of my grandparents. Okay. Anyway, I'm going to take a break here with Sick because fucking hell, I'm getting dry as shit. And because I'm getting dry as shit, I'm going to have some water, have a smoke, and then have some more water. Because that's how it works, right? Yeah, that's how it works. Anywho, basically, it will continue. The story of King Gob, the master manipulator, <laughs> will continue after uh, this little break with some fucking tunes. And in the Portugal fucking contextualization or whatever, we're going to have some Portuguese bands. No, so just one. Just one. So, we're going to have analapsy with Colossal Human Consumption. And that's only 2 minutes and 13 seconds. Take care, LP Foss. Thank you very much for joining. Have a good meeting. Probably going to watch porn, but sure. Uh, but because it's only 2 minutes and 13 seconds, we're going to have two tunes. So it's going to be in Lapsy. And then we're going to have, uh, let's see here. Um, hmm. Well, wow. Hmm. Choices. Dang. Oof. Uh. Well, I like this title. Half kid, half big. <laughs> you know? Okay, so analepsy and then lashing out Alan Connor, whatever. There's like fucking 400 names here. So yeah, let's let's go to the music.
do you live around here? I live right here in this van with my kitty. I see. Have you read the Bible? Maybe I have, maybe I haven't. What's it to you? Can you read, my son? Well, that depends. Can you go fuck yourself?
Thank you. By the way, the air horns came from this song. It's not me fucking playing them. <laughs> I don't know why Slam has this obsession with air horns, but whatever. To each their own. Well, all right. Back into reading the article. I had a smoke, so I'm fully hydrated. I also had water, so yeah. Okay. Going back to it, shortly after his wife's death, King Goff's father moved to Stubel, where he ended up marrying a second time. Dina, the youngest daughter, went with him, only returning to Carcassia years later. With her two young children, the assets were divided between the children, which led to some discussions between King Gob and brothers Jean Luis. But everything ended up being resolved, and the house passed into the hands of the eldest son, who decided to transform it into a castle with gnomes, save the entrance door. A decision that, to this day, no one can understand. So, in an interview he gave to News Diary uh, in July 2011, when he was detained at the PJ facilities in Lisbon, he explained that the house was a childhood dream. My great-grandparents... Okay, we already read that. The story is far from being true. The grandparents were simply were simple farmers. But King Gob sim, seemed to believe in it. He was enough for him. Well, this guy is all kinds of fucking crazy. The Mysterious Fire of Caucasian. When he was 23 years old... King Gob decided to set up his own junkyard business, which operated behind his house in Caucasia. That was... Hold on. That was what he dedicated himself to after his separation from Rosa, which he said had cost him a lot. It is not known if that was why, but the truth is that it was only after more than 10 years that he became involved with another woman. Her name was Gina, and she was 15 years younger than him. Holy shit. Wait, what? So, he was 23, and she was 15 years younger? All right. Okay. Or was he older? Uh, I, I'm confused. Gina had known King Gob since she I mean, she was 15 years younger than him. So. 
His parents, Jean Elvita, lived right in front of his house, but it was only later, when the parents were immigrated to France, that the two became close. They started dating, and in early 2004, Gina moved to King Gop's house at his suggestion. It was during the period he lived there that Gob began to transform it into a castle and to speak of the old man, the spirit he would later use to terrorize the young people who frequented the house. Oh, motherfucker, you should have invited me over. I would have fucking ripped a new one on you. At first, everything went well, and Gina quickly became pregnant. Oh, boy. But around four months of pregnancy, things started to change. Gingab already had a relationship with Ivu, who, whom he would have met around 2001 and who would disappear without a trace in 2008. I wonder what happened. Started to walk with the young man everywhere and was rarely at home. Gina began to suspect that the two of them would be emotionally involved. Confirmation came a short time later when um, Gob showed him a video of the two having sex. As the time passed, his behavior became more and more bizarre. He became violent and got into arguments for everything and nothing. He moved to another room and stopped sharing a bed with Gina, who was five months pregnant. The situation between the two got worse until after the birth of his daughter, Gob's posture changed again. He became an attentive parent, a devoted companion, but for a little time. The situations of violence were repeated, and Gob even grabbed the woman by the neck with both hands and threatened her, as stated in the process. The still treatment, Jean only decided to leave her partner in April, April 2005 after Francisco had allegedly set fire to her own house with her and her daughter inside. As had happened with Rosa, uh, Gob's version was different. The house had been robbed by a certain Paulo, with whom he had had some problems. <laughs> Gob would have sold him a car that would have broken down and he, discontented, would have threatened him with arson and the kidnapping and rape of his daughter. The thieves would have entered during the night breaking down the door with a large vase that was at the entrance. Taking care of the intruders, Gob will have gone upstairs and fired a few shots into the air with a shotgun to scare them. That sounds so bullshitty. Man. When the cops appeared, the only thing he saw was Gob's gun in his hand. As he had no license to carry a weapon, he ended up at the police station. It was at the time that he, at the robbers returned and set the house on fire. Gina and Eva Maria managed to escape, but barely. It was Gob who took them to their parents' house across the street. The ground floor where they were sleeping burned to the ground. Not even the cars Gob had in the back survived. And apparently there is a picture of, I assume, is the house. I guess that's the fucking house. Of the robbers and that Paolo guy, nothing was discovered. But Gob 
ended up with a lawsuit for illegal possession of a weapon. He was only tried years later, in 2011, when he was awaiting trial for the disappearance of Joanna Eve Antonia. In the last session, he said that he was sorry for everything and that at the time he was under pressure. They were threatening my family, he said, quoted by a very shitty news outlet, repeating the story that everything would be nothing more than revenge. It was of little benefit to him. Uh, the court of Lorignan sentenced him to pay a fine in the amount of 2,880 euros. That's, I mean, for me, that's a lot of money, but you can build a fucking castle out of your shitty house. I mean, goddamn. As for Gina, a year after she went to live in Gop's house, she finally decided to leave him. Good for her. She packed her bags and moved to France with her daughter. Despite uh, Gob's account, he will always have known that he was the one to start the fire that almost took his life. Gob, this one, always said that the reason for the separation was that his wife was jealous of Dina's... Dina's? What? Oh. Godfather's daughter, Susanna, who was then a minor. Although this wasn't the real reason that led to his partner's estrangement, Gob was also in fact involved with a young woman. Gina even saw the two lock themselves in a room, which led to a big argument between the three. Gob, irritated by the woman's questions, threatened that he would run over, run her over with a backhoe in the backyard. Backhoe? What the fuck's a backhoe? What? Okay. Oh. <laughs> Backhoe is like a fucking... It's like a fucking... What's the word? I don't know. I don't know. But it's, it's like those machines... That... You know. Yeah. yeah whatever. Gino is then seven months pregnant. After the robbery, the scrap business will have started to go downhill. At the time of his arrest in 2011, Gob would only be dedicated to the sale of cars. Doomed, Gob was forced to dismiss almost everyone who worked for him and stay with Eve, who in the meantime had become much more than his right-hand man. So the first victims, it is not clear when Gob's predisposition to this type of crime began. The relationship, for example, dates back to 2001. It is unknown when the abuse began, but it is known that the young man was the victim of the greatest atrocities, some of which were reported by Mata, one of the women with whom he had a relationship in court. Assaults, physical and psychological torture and rape evil will even be will have been the target of all of this but there were other complaints related to child abuse in the peniche area which led the police to suspect that gob had been committing this type of crime for at least a decade but in reality it could have all started much earlier along with eve one of the oldest known cases is that of miguel miguel was mara's nephew uh Gob because of his sister who after they ended their relationship Mario be, uh, remained friends 
even having a sporadic relationship of a sexual nature in 2006 after the at the time when they lived temporarily in Kirkegia's house also lived for a time in Gop's castle. It was at the time that the bonds each other until towards the end of 2006 uh, Gob's speech began to change Miguel was short of money and his aunt suggested he talk to Gob the scrap dealer was known to help everyone who needed it and Miguel was starting to get desperate realizing this Gob took the opportunity to introduce him to the world of spirits I told him that due to a great a very great evil that he was related to his grandfather who had died in 2002 and had not been able to find a rest in the beyond miguel who had a very close relationship with his grandfather and already had proof of the powers of king gob believed in everything during a car trip gob explained to miguel how he could get rid of negative energy incarnating the spirit of daddy who would later become old man he told the 18 year old that in order to for his grandfather to have rest the two would have to have sex wow this this dude's like a fucking cult leader basically for a week gob talked about nothing else trying to convince miguel to spend the night with him until after a trip to fatima fatima is like a fucking uh, like a, like a super big Christian fucking place in Portugal. Gob managed to make the teenager give in, telling him that the treatment would be more effective that day because they visited the sanctuary. Right, it's a sanctuary. That's the I was missing that word. And now there's something not translated here for some. During the investigation, another case came into the hands of the police prior to Miguel's. Uh, in 2002, Manuel, who lived in Madeira with his adoptive family, decided to travel to Peniche to meet his biological mother, who lived in Ribafria, a small village in the parish of that other place I can't read. It was through her that he met Gob, who offered him a job at the junkyard. The first violation a short time later. Blame the old man. Manuel was 14 years old. Now, this guy had fucking videos that I've seen of him being like, well, basically him. And I wanted to find these videos because they're just like, they're quite something else. But it seems to be kind of tough. Wait. Maybe this is it. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, here's one. All right. Get ready. Get fucking ready. Because it's, uh, it's again quite something else. Where the fuck is the... Oh. Okay. Right. We gotta put that a little bit. Well, here it is. 
King Gob himself. Let me translate this. He does magic of magnetism to catch fishes. End of the world, beginning of a new era, is what the title says. This was the type of video he would fucking make. <laughs> what? This is this fucking reversed. What the fuck's going on here? That has to be fucking reversed. He's put he's fucking putting look. He's fucking putting the fish inside of this fucking container thing, but this shit's reversed, so it seems like he's fucking pushing the fish over to him <laughs> but this this uh piece right here this this uh segment right here literally shows how this shit's reversed like look at it look at the fit like how the fuck is the fish swimming backwards like what the fuck look at the fish literally fucking swimming backwards <laughs> Oh, man. And what he's basically doing is... He's, he's, he's just, like, picking the fish from here and shoving them in, inside of this fucking container. And look at that. Look, look at that. Oh, wow, boom. Dude, that's fucking crazy. Uh, but hey, around these around these fucking times, this shit was like, wow. You know what I mean? It's 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 like, dude, fucking hell. I don't know what the fuck's going on in, in chat. But, uh, what? But, uh, okay, you know, so I'll be strength fan. Uh, right? Sure thing. Uh, well, okay. Okay. <clears throat> You kids be fucking have your fun over there on, on Discord. But he has more shit. Now, this one is kind of looks very weird. What is this one? 
Oh, there's one of him fucking singing, dude. Oh, bro. This, oh, this, this is this is fucking wow. Gems right here. Let's look at it. Also, that's where he fucking lives. Like, uh, this dude has had some fucking obsession with, like, fucking antique stuff. If this shit is in a red flag to a fucking murderer, I don't know what it is, dude. Like, honestly. Let's be real there. That's a big fucking red flag right there. Like, wow. But yeah, this guy was basically this, dude. He was, he was just like, he made these fucking videos. But I don't know, like, exactly what, like, I don't, I don't know. Is it, it was weird, because he fucking, I wouldn't even see this guy as a fucking murderer, it's like, some dude, like, some idiot who believes in, like, spirits and shit and then goes off and fucking there's all of that wow and then there's literally videos of the guy telling jokes I guess I'm, I'm, I don't know dude it's like let's watch it I guess Let me see here. Uh, <clears throat> He's the one on the right. Quite literally, this guy just fucking hung out with kids. He's got what, like a fucking tripod? Okay. Also, like the fucking. I think this is legitimately his channel. I think this is actually his fucking channel. <laughs> yeah, it is his fucking channel. Because the titles keep saying in, at the end of them, end of the world, beginning of a new era. So, like, yeah. And, um... It's just... Shit. Shit like that, I guess. 
this 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 guy fucking documenting his shenanigans. So <laughs> fucking hell, dude. Oh man. All right. <clears throat> Is there anything else? Uh, I don't fucking know. This is, I mean. I wonder what made this dude fucking lose it. Then again, it seems like he was kind of a weirdo into weird shit from the like from the get-go. I mean, who who the fuck transforms their house into a castle? Like what? And then he started basically like getting people in the house, teenagers, It's it. There's a thing here saying, "Where does the name King Gob come from?" He used to say that whoever was contaminated by bad energy had a gnome inside. Disturbed by the insinuation, one of the victims decided to look online for a way to get rid of the gnome. That's how he discovered the existence of an entity called King Gob. Gob is, according to some mythologies, the king of gnomes, small magical creatures linked to the earth, which are often presented as having a similar appearance to humans. Once the discovery was made, he decided to send a message to Gob. The latter told him that this must be something very serious because Fatinha, one of the entities that he allegedly embodied, did not want to comment on the matter. However, from that day onwards, he began to call himself King Gob, King of the Gnomes. So, so apparently he had an entity that embodied him. Maybe this... Well, dude, there you fucking go. Michael Jackson was very much so like this fucking guy. As a matter of fact, he was just, I think he was just a rapist. He didn't murder anybody, but he was pretty much like this guy. If you look at the fucking things that I've talked about so far, the fucking videos and all that shit, he basically surrounded himself with teenagers. He had all these fucking crazy ideas and crazy thoughts. He made these fucking videos, turned his fucking house into a castle, was all into fucking weird shit I mean very similar actually very fucking similar so yeah it also says here that with the help of some accomplices King God began organizing spirit spiritist sessions and visits to cemeteries where he staged the appearance of lost souls to frighten young people and make them believe in his stories. For that, he used magic props 
many of them bought at the Papagai Magic stores. <laughs> uh, electronic devices and special lights. So basically, this guy was literally doing what all those fucks do on YouTube. This guy was doing it in 2009 and 2010. <clears throat> like, that's crazy. All of these fucking idiots. It's on YouTube claiming they have fucking spirit boxes that they built themselves. They're fucking selling it for a thousand dollars. Yes, that that's the thing. I don't know if it still is a thing because when I saw this was like last year or like two years ago, but there was some like this fucking guy who claimed that he built. He fucking engineered and built the the real, like, the true fucking spirit box. And uh, which basically used, like, reverb and all that shit. And sounded super fucking fake. <laughs> and you could literally tell that it was totally something... Like, you could t totally tell that he was basically recordings of him... Uh, or or someone else, like friends of his or something like that, basically playing the fucking supposed spirits. And this guy put this fucking spirit box for sale on his website for fucking a thousand bucks. I was like, okay. And the, the, the sad fucking thing about it is that people actually probably buy that shit. Eventually, at some point, this guy had this switch his fucking story and say that um, you had to put a little warning, like a little disclaimer that the box was for entertainment purposes. It probably, they're like his fucking lawyers or some shit like that told him, hey dude, you can't have that shit for sale just like that because then people are going to fucking claim that's a bunch of fake bullshit and uh, they're going to come after you. But he added, he added a little disclaimer. This disclaimer was not present in the beginning. He added that later. Saying that the box was for entertainment purposes only. And that it was not guaranteed to work all the time. Well, I'm going to break it down to you. It never fucking works. You will most likely be paying fucking... What is it? Um, you'll most likely be paying a thousand bucks for a piece of junk, essentially. That's some dude who's got nothing better to do. Assembled. That's basically it. I could also do that, but, you know, I'm not popular, so no one would buy that shit. So, it's pretty easy to do that. Even without fucking 3D printers and shit. <laughs> so... You know, what we're getting to the end actually. We're basically we have eight minutes, so I guess I'll say that you should stick around for cult, which is coming up right after. And yeah, there was something else that I wanted to uh, bring up. And it completely vanished. Because that's just how fucking retarded I am.
but yeah I should I should what what I'm confused that as to what's going on in chat again I've been reading a fucking article through basically most of the show so I'm sorry I haven't been paying much attention to the chat but I've been reading the, the fucking article I, I can't my eyes cannot split from one thing and then to another thing and read both at the same time it's even even reading one single thing with both eyes is fucking hard enough for me so you know that's just how it goes but yeah don't don't fucking buy into those stupid ass shit things that are spirit boxes and ev well the evp thing is basically a recorder that's very sensitive and it's not necessarily specific for ghost hunting it's just a device that records shit quite literally but those what's what is it called emf readers or some shit like electromagnetic field readers or something those are all bullshit those are all fucking fake and i'm not saying they don't read anything but it's like you know I'm I, I'm 100% certain that it don't read fucking ghost presence. That's for sure. How do I know that? Well, because I don't believe it. I don't believe it. So I don't, I, you know. <clears throat> I don't think fucking like electricity, which is like scientific and shit can come around with fucking ghosts like the spiritual part of life which again never been proven and the only thing we have is individuals with quite the imagination saying they exist so yeah anyway I guess I'll play a tune and then we move on to the clown world. So, thank you very much for listening. And that was the story of King Gob, a very disturbed individual that killed, raped, manipulated, built fucking castles from a shitty house and well there you have it he's in jail now he caught only fucking 25 years though that's our our court system right there as well yeah i think he got only 25 years i mean a lot of kids disappeared he was basically getting charged with fucking rape accusations and all that shit he was fucking doing arson 
but he only caught 25 years. That To me, that's fucking mind-boggling, honestly. I mean, like, what kind of a fucking judicial system is that? That you only, like, or just a system, whatever. <laughs> you only fucking give 25 years to this piece of shit. Fucking hang him, actually, you know what I mean? Like, hang him. What, what happened to humanity when we used to fucking enjoy, we used to gather up in the fucking uh, plaza, whatever, but we used to, like, gather up in a square spot with, with fucking gallows, and, and we just appreciated the good fucking hanging, and we don't like it anymore. We, we think it's fucking abusing whatever, dude. Man, we're going back. We're not we're not evolving. I think we're fucking going back. You know, if you don't want to get hanged, don't fuck up shit. You know what I mean? Don't, don't, don't be a piece of shit. You know? It's that simple. That's simple. <laughs> Anyways, for my last fucking song, and then I'm going to fucking piss off, and you're going to listen to Ron. I'm going to play No One Cares by Watcher. Thank you very much for listening. I'll see you guys on the next week. Peace.